the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods of moving and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Christina Ellis, number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Merry Christmas, America. We're glad you're with us. Emily is here in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Okay, so for a little bit of context, I am almost 21. My husband's almost 23. He works full-time, and I am a stay-at-home mom to a six-month-old. We don't have any student loans or credit card debt. We don't believe in credit cards as well. Um, um, So we only have a car loan and two phone payments, totaling less than $15,000. And I'm trying to convince my husband to do the baby steps because he really just doesn't believe me that they can work. What um, do I do that? What do these conversations look like? So, so you say, hey, I've heard of this guy, Dave Ramsey. There's these things called the baby steps. What's his reaction? Well, I, sorry. I showed him like 30 minutes the other night, and he just didn't believe that it was possible. Mm. What, 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 wait, what's the tears for? It's an ongoing fight in our relationship. It sounds like it's pretty. Sounds like money is an ongoing fight. Not the baby steps. It sounds like money is an ongoing fight. So, what's he do for a living? He just works at an industry, like a factory company. And and so, where is it that he became a financial genius? At 23 um, freaking years old. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't either. I'm really confused about where his arrogance is coming from or even his confidence. I just, I just want to be financially free. Not and you, him. That this is what I need. And he's like, well, I don't want you working, but I'm like, I'm willing to work. And he changed jobs because the other one didn't, um, it didn't have benefits. And so we needed benefits for our family being a single income. And it didn't have overtime as well. And so we switched jobs so that way he could have overtime. And he still doesn't like overtime. He's never taken an hour off or extra to work. And I've encouraged him to do so because our son, um, he won't remember this time in his life because he's only six months. So I'm like, we need to be paying this stuff off so that way we can save up for stuff in the future. But um, he just doesn't think it's possible. What does he make? Um, right now, it's like less than $18 an hour. Hey, Emily, I'm wondering, are y'all connected to a church? Yes, we are. Do y'all have any mentors yeah. in the church? Yeah, we've reached out and they just kind of let us down on that. I would try and- again. I think y'all need some community in your lives to really, I think that this is beyond just a financial issue. It sounds like a bit like a marriage issue. Um, Y'all are 21 and 23 years old. And those first few years of marriage, they're hard. 
and you need some wisdom in your life. You need people speaking into that marriage because it does sound like he's pretty resistant and maybe what he won't hear from you, he can hear from an older man who's had some years of experience and can pour into him because, I mean, it's hard sometimes in those years. And I think just having some of those outside conversations could help. Yeah, and um, we have tried to seek um, to um, search out counseling at our church, but it costs money. And he's like, "Well, I don't want to pay for counseling, but I'm telling him like it's our marriage. You kind of it, it's either you pay for this or there's no marriage." Mm. Those are some serious conversations. I'm I'm curious. You guys are in Springfield. Um, Let's try to get them into a Financial Peace University class, even if it's not at your church, just because I want you to be around other people who are winning with money, who are winning in their marriages, who are winning in relationships. And a lot of times in those communities, people are not only walking out the baby steps, but they're becoming friends. They're pouring into each other's lives. And I think you guys need to be surrounded by good influences right now. And I'm so sorry you've been hurt by the church that you've been hurt by the people who you really trusted to pour into you, but I wouldn't give up. Um, There are amazing communities out there. So hang on the line. We're going to have Austin pick up and try to connect you with a local community, a local FPU community. And, you know, we'll pay for it for you guys to go through it. Yeah. And um, this is going to blow up if you don't, if he doesn't hear you because you're, really close to flipping the switch and being done um you've about had it in your sweet little voice i can hear an amazing amount of anger and resentment towards this prideful husband of yours um so yeah i mean he he's doesn't want to go to counseling he doesn't want to work overtime he doesn't even want to watch a youtube uh about how to handle money when he makes 18 dollars an hour um, and he's 23 years old. So, I mean, this guy's, he's got, um, he, he is going to get, um, he's either going to choose to learn some new things or they're going to get forced on him by his stubbornness. He's getting ready to get a knot knocked on his head by life. Um, and, I, um, yeah, his, yeah, somehow, you, you need to get someone to coach you, a pastor, a, a counselor, or somebody on how to speak to him because, honey, you're close to being done with him, and we're not, you, I know how these things come down. Once you have had it, you will be done, and we won't be able to get you back to him, and no matter what he does, cause he, he, and he's not wise enough to ascertain how, how, how far in the hole you are right now. So you're going to have to get somebody there to help you, kiddo. But hang on. We will get you into Financial Peace University for free. It's hard to argue with that. What can it hurt? We're sitting here watching Netflix anyway, so we might as well get up off our butt and go down to the church and go to a class. And if you'll just do that, dude, um, we can help you. But um, I can't help, you know. You you can, um, I mean, you can hit a horse with a two-by-four, but it won't make him drink. (laughs) Ouch. Um, you've seen these stories, Dave, over and over again, where there's a very resistant spouse. It doesn't it doesn't end well. Have you ever found like any type of like, I don't know. There's no magic formula. To, yeah. I mean, to, to, you know, but what ends up happening is if you just stand in the middle of the road and defy life, it will run over your butt, mm. you know, and he's going to get his little butt run over. That's what's going to happen. 
because he's just shaking his fist at everything. And uh, he's going to get his fist broken is what's going to happen. So here we go. And I hope not. I hope he can come around sooner than that. I'm afraid I know this guy. I might have been him in another life. This is The Ramsey Show. I saw some recent financial statistics, and there was some pretty troubling news. When families were asked how long it would be before they faced financial hardship if a spouse died, nearly one-third said they'd be in trouble immediately. Another 44% said they'd be financially drained within six months. People, it does not have to be this way. Term life insurance plans are just plain cheap, and companies have made it even easier by not requiring exams in many cases. There really is no excuse to leave your family in this situation by not having life insurance. This is why I talk about Xander Insurance every day. They're committed to protecting families with the only products that I recommend, and their team keeps the entire process simple and affordable. Go to Xander.com for quick online pricing or call 800-356-4282. This has to be a priority. If your family is in this situation, you need to get this done. Thank you for joining us, America. Christina Ellis Ramsey, personality, is my co-host today. So if you're 23, 33, 43, 53, 73, one of the hallmarks of people who live a high-quality life is that they are perpetually curious about things they don't understand or have experience with or knowledge of. And um, especially an area of your life that is bringing you pain. And so when I had babies and we brought them home from the hospital, they did not send me a manual. I had no idea what to do um i mean i had been raised by humans so i had somewhat of a idea there right and i had people in our life that uh, were around us but i did not know how to be a parent at 23 years old so i could just blindly walk into that with arrogance and pride and say, well, it's my kid. I get to decide, which that's a true statement. It is my kid. I do get to decide, or I can start reading books on parenting. I can start taking a class on parenting. I can watch videos on parenting and I can agree with or disagree with what I'm seeing and thereby start to form out of my curiosity, 
my own process, which is exactly what I did. And I raised three kids that are all successful adults. And so far are raising successful grandkids. Those kids are raising kids. So, um, but I didn't know anything about it, but I, I didn't just start out as young and dumb and stay that way. Right. You you are the walking example of that curious person, but what what if somebody's not? Like can they Well, no, you, you can it, cu- decide to be curious. Right. You, you you can decide to be, "Oh, I've got all this figured out." At any age. But if you're sick, listen, if you're broke, please don't tell people about your opinions on money. You should be very quiet because you're apparently wrong if you have been divorced six times i don't want to read your book on marriage you shouldn't be telling people how to do relationships you suck at it you know i mean if 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 you're 450 pounds don't write a book on physical fitness that's ridiculous and I don't care what your age is. That's just stupidity and pride. And so there's things today at 63 years old that I don't know about, but I'm not going to pose as an expert on those things and, and become belligerent with my wife about those things. So that's what that young man in that last call is facing. The, the antidote to him or for him he's going to have pain in every area of his life because he's going to approach every area of his life like he is right now with fear and anger and, and stubbornness rather than curiosity and curiosity goes you know what i don't know but by god i'm going to find out i mean i started going to church as an adult i didn't know anything preacher would say and you know when they threw joseph joseph's brothers threw him in the hole and i'm like nope don't know joseph don't know the hole but i will find out by midnight because i don't like being the dumbest guy in the room i'm gonna get open that bible and figure that out and that's how i started studying the bible i didn't like being the dumbest guy in the room and so i'm curious i'm gonna find out what this means i'm gonna find out why there's 73 brands of christianity why is why is it we have like 63 brands of baptists <laughs> You know, I, I want to know these things. What is the difference in a free will and a missionary? I want to know. I want to know why that happened. How, how is it that the Church of Christ is born out of the Christian church? I want to know how the United Brethren Church ends up being the United Methodist Church. Why did they drop brethren? I don't know. Poor brethren. I, the, I want to know. You know, and you got to get it. You know, but if you already assume I've got it, I, you know, I'm the complete package at 23. That's so ridiculous it's funny right yeah but were you always curious or do you feel like you had to go through your you know obviously the bankruptcy and all the hard knocks you got before you got curious like will this 23 year old have to get smacked in the face i think my point is it's a choice you know if, if the point is if something in your life is not working you've got overwhelming anxiety you anger. need to be, be curious about anxiety and be reading Deloney's book, Redefining Anxiety, and listening to every podcast of Deloney, right? And, and learning about people in the mental health field and learn the, the, the wide variety of opinions about things in that world. And, and, you know, start to identify. But you can't just go, oh, I kind of like my poop. I'm just going to sit in it. Like you're, like you're a toddler, you know? And so this decide 
if an area of your life is not working, to be curious. It's a decision. That's my point. So I'm, I'm putting myself in that 21-year-old shoes, hearing this and being like, yes, he needs to decide. But like how, if you're that person, we all know that person who is just, they think they're right about everything, even though they're completely ignorant, they have no clue, and we've wanted to talk to them, but we just can't get through to them. Like, how, well, you, you like, can't you can't make other people behave. But I'm just my I'm pointing out though that that you know find success principles and one of the if you want to be successful that is if you want to be average average in America is not bad. If you want to be mediocre, you can get through this life doing very little and being very little. And you don't have, you're, you're very seldom hungry. I mean you're gonna be okay. But I mean, if you want to have a sense of traction, a sense of success in your marriage, in your parenting, in your money, in your mental health, in your career, if you want to have a sense of traction, a sense of progress, then you are going to decide to be curious in those areas. I can't make you be curious. I'm just telling you that that is a necessary element to having a high quality life. And, and so, and you can, you know, integrity is also a necessary element. And that's, that's not a, you know, how do you make someone have integrity? You don't, they just decide as of this moment, I'm going to have fanatical integrity because there's a high correlation between that and people who have high quality lives. And so it's a freaking decision. And, and so you know, and you can do that. Sometimes you, people make it all the way to 63 or all the way to 53, and they're still just bullheaded and stupid and argue with a wall about w- w- when the evidence is in front of them that they don't know what the crap they're talking about. You know, so if your broke friends are making fun of your financial plan, you are right on track. Hello, they're stupid. They're broke. That's, I mean, they're, they're, they're stupid in the money area. You know, if your fat friends are making fun of your weight loss program, you know, you're right on track. Don't do that. I would just eat whatever I want. Well, by God, I did too. I I blew up like I got so fat during COVID. It was unbelievable. Ate every donut in a 50 mile radius. And so, you know, if I hang out at Dunkin' Donuts, guess what? This is going to happen again. So, you know, you got to decide these things. It's success principles need to come from people who are successful in the area, not people who are failing in the area with an opinion. So, Dave, let's role play for a minute. Let's pretend like the 23-year-old husband was here on the line. What would you tell him? What I just did for the last 20 minutes, yeah. <laughs> Smack him around? It. No, I mean, that's it. It's not, <laughs> I'm not smacking him around. I'm loving the guy. Because that's the thing, He needs dude. a good smack around. He, he needs well, it. Well, <laughs> after talking to her, everybody wanted to. But, right. you know... He, he's scared and he's angry, and his answer to everything is bull up on it and try to prove, but I'm just telling you, dude, your track record sucks, and you're not winning in your marriage, you're not winning in your career, and you're not winning in your money, so you probably ought to get curious about all three of those things, whether you're 23, 33, or 83. It's time to change something. That's a word.
Christine Ellis, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Our question of the day comes from Blinds.com. Find out for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. You get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best deal. Today's question comes from Michael in Florida. I'm recently faced with a dilemma for baby step five. I'm currently in the position where I can either take $30,000 and put it in a prepay plan for my state, Florida, or take that money and invest it in a 529 plan. College prepaid plan has the positives of locking in the future cost of college tuition at today's rate, but has the downsides that if my daughter chooses to go out of state, that the prepay plan will only cover the equivalent cost of in-state tuition. While the 529 plan, I will I will have to consider what the cost of tuition plan tuition is starting in 2034. Which plan fits closest with the Ramsey plan? We tell people never do prepaid college. Never. You've identified one of the reasons your daughter might choose to go out of state. She also might choose to go to trade school. She also might uh, choose a lot of different things. The other reason, anytime you prepay anything, like, for instance, a funeral or tuition or anything, over a long period of time, your rate of return on your money, your interest rate, if you will, is the inflation rate of that item. So if you prepaid bread, you know, what you would make, you put $1,000 in bread, you prepaid your bread bill before, you know, and you get free bread, the rest, because you bought it ahead of time for five years. Okay. You, you know, however much bread goes up, if it goes up 4% a year, then you're making 4% on your money. If it goes up 18% a year, you're making 18% on your money. College tuition has for the last 75 years averaged 7.2%. So that's what you would average on your money. And mutual funds have averaged 115 to 12%. The stock market has. So, A, you're not making as much as you would on good mutual funds in a regular 529, like we tell you to buy. Um, B, she could go out of state. And here's one we could add to this. This is the whole higher ed discussion right now. How many of you think out there in America today, raise your hands, we want to see them. How many of you think that with the epic student loan crisis that we have, and then uh, the fact that colleges attempted to charge the same tuition to put people uh, through online classes during COVID. And uh, now even when they're going back to school, they're having a less than stellar experience in many cases. Um, the campuses are out of control in a lot of cases. Uh, how many of you think that uh, college is um it's kind of under attack mm. like i think higher eds you know this idea that they they went th- for about 50 years they could charge whatever they wanted to charge but now everybody suddenly thinks they suck mm. that was exactly my thought is i'm not sure that college is going to look the same in 15 years and i don't think it should no i, I don't agree. think it should the system's and even if it does i don't think it's going to cost as much right that's exactly what I'm i mean saying. i don't think it's going to go up seven percent Mm-mm. faster than anything else has gone up like it has been i think those days are done because mm-hmm. people are t- 
tired of being screwed price-wise by higher ed. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think there's going to be some marketplace pressure on their ability to increase tuition hand over fist, which means your prepayment might only make 4% rather than 7%. Mm-hmm. I think COVID woke everyone up. Yep. Now everybody's going, hey, wait a minute. Why are we just blindly accepting these prices and doing whatever it takes to pay it? Like, yeah. that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Now, that being said, I definitely think, you know, obviously we all believe saving for college is important, yep. but yep. the prepaid plan specifically really lock you in versus a traditional 529. Well, there's a lot more flexibility there. You're not, if if higher ed is not able to continue their price increases, your return on investment mm-hmm. here is going to be nominal. Mm-hmm. And that's my that's a that's a new thing that I've never said before because I always felt like tuition was just going to keep going up, and I was right; it had kept going up. But we've had a, they they've had a little bit of a perfect storm hit them between people waking up with borrowed future and you know the documentary that's number one documentary last year, um, and we're we're teaching people that uh, stirring up a ruckus in America that that you know all degrees are not good degrees. A degree in left-handed puppetry for $250,000 is stupid. Stupid. Yep. And everybody's starting to say that out loud now because you end up, you know, working, I don't know, $250,000 in student loan debt and working in, as a barista because you can't get a job because you're, the thing you studied, nobody gives a crap about. You got a degree in, you know, uh, German polka history or something, and then you wonder why America doesn't owe you a living. When people are also waking up to the fact that you don't have to go to a fifty or seventy-five thousand dollars school to be successful in life, like that is not a golden ticket. Yep. Like it's not a guarantee just because you know you went to X Y Z fancy school that you're automatically going to get the big expensive job. Like that's just yeah. not guaranteed. Starting to realize that, um, you know, I, I went to the doctor this morning. I have no idea whether that lady graduated from college. She I, may have started her first two years at community college. I do not know where she got her MD. But I left there, you know, much better off medically. You know, that's why I went. So there you go. I do not know where my dentist went to school. I have no idea. I have all my teeth, but I don't know where he went to school. So. Well, and here's the thing. I don't want to knock fancy private schools you know i do i do <laughs> i mean i went to vanderbilt i love vanderbilt you went to vanderbilt for free right okay and that's my point is get the best education you can afford if you can get a full ride to vanderbilt if you can get a full ride to an ivy league school great but if you can't afford that there's no shame there and you can get a great education and a great job going to community college first then transferring to a public university like where you go to school is not what's going to make you successful you are what makes you successful Ding, ding. There's a secret sauce right there. Preach it, sister. Mm. I like it. That's how it works. I love that the education system is getting challenged. I hope we're having a totally different conversation 10 years from now about all the change that's happened. Well, I mean, anytime you have blind acceptance of something, then you get blind people that accept it. I mean, it's just, that's just, oh, God. So, yeah, it's, uh, and the stupid's butt stuff you people are allowing to go on on these campuses in the name of whatever. Good Lord. Who wants to send your child into the cesspool like that? But Dave, a college needs a rock wall and a lazy river. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For 20,000 extra dollars a year. So answer to your question, Michelle or Michael, um, is um, 529 where you pick 
the mutual funds, and they don't move unless you move them. And you do that with your SmartVestor Pro. You do not do prepaid college because you're locked into one certain state. You do not do prepaid college because you are locked into college. Your daughter might want to be a uh, computer coder, and uh, you don't need four years of college to do that. You need code school to do that. It's a different thing. So that's, you know, and we do not know what's going to happen to higher ed. I do not think it's, I do not think education is bad, but I do not think all education has a marketplace value either. As a matter of fact, I'm positive German polka history does not have a marketplace value. The only job there is for German polka history is teaching other people German polka history. That's the only job there is. And so it's a pretty narrow, nuanced thing. I'm not even sure it's an actual degree, but it's kind of fun <laughs> to make fun of it. So anyway, but yeah. So that's the point. So, you know, if you're, but it is, is a four year business degree a good idea if you're going to be in business? You bet. You're going to learn a lot of good stuff. So all education is not bad. We're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. But I'm just telling you, this baby's in trouble. It's been misbehaving. And so uh, I would not do prepaid college ever. But for sure in this environment, I wouldn't do it. This is The Ramsey Show. Ellis Ramsey personality is my co-host today. You hear me say it all the time. Everyone needs a will. That's true. It's a basic adult responsibility and there's just no good excuse to not have one. Now it's a good time of the year. As we approach the first of the year to reset some things in your life, getting your will done is one of them. And you've heard me recommend an online will as the fastest, most cost-effective way to get your will taken care of. But I get a lot of questions asking if a simple online will is right for everyone's situation. I get that. What if you need a trust or you need a mirror will or what kinds of power of attorneys do you need? With those questions in mind, our team built a quiz to help you find the right option for you. You get custom results on the quiz and um, like where you're married, are, are you married, where do you live? even the size of your estate, and you'll understand exactly what you need for your specific situation. It is a free quiz. So go to RamseySolutions.com slash quiz, Check it out for yourself, and it'll start you on the process of getting the right will in place, and you need to do that now. Dan is in Lima, Ohio. Hi, Dan. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thanks, Dave, for taking my call. Sure, what's up? Appreciate it. Well, I recently um, had knee surgery, both both total knees. So, Ooh. And as I'm going to physical therapy, that happened December 2nd, as I'm going to physical therapy, they're telling me I can no longer kneel and I can no longer climb, and I am a carpenter, and that's what I do. So it's like, okay, I have to do something different. Um, I do have options. I can go ahead and retire. I have to take a penalty. And I would draw approximately $3,118 a month until the day I die. So that's not a bad option, but it's like 
I want to make sure I do the right option. If I would make it until 62, I'd draw almost $3,800 a month. How old are so you? I, I'll be 58 in January. You're a union carpenter, I take it? Yes, union carpenter, yes. Okay. So the rant and rave about uh, college and everything else like that, for you people that ain't smart, a union trade is a great thing. Pipe fitter, boilermaker, carpenter, yeah. it's all a great thing. Yeah. What do you What do you make a year back when you were still uh, uh, swinging a hammer? I make about 65 a year, 60. Okay. Good for you. I know how much overtime I work, which is a little, you know, usually a lot. Do you have any other savings? Yes, we. I also had a, the carpenter union comes with also an annuity, and I've got like thirty four thousand in that, and I've pulled that out of the carpenters union and put it in Edward Jones in stocks. But you know, as you can see, the last year the stock market has not been friendly to my to my uh, investments there. So, mm-hmm. um, I would I would like to know more about switching it to a a mutual fund of some sort that you know will. They'll do decent through a year like this year. Um, well, I, I mean, you're, you would be it. selling something that's down and buying something that's down, so it's as good a time to do it as any as far as that switching that over goes. Okay, so you're you're not going to be a carpenter anymore, and um, you're going to be making $3,100, right? Right. So what are you going to do now? Well... And that's the thing. I could go do something else for a couple of years, and I'd like to because I would like to pay off my mortgage. Well, I mean, you're young. You got a lot of things you could do. You just not be a carpenter. You could be something else. And this is what we call an right. encore career. It's the second act. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're 58. Yeah. You still have lots of time. Even even just in general, I think we had this conversation a few weeks ago where it's nice to keep your brain active and moving and doing things. Um, even if it's not the career you've known for so many years, just to have that stimulation versus. I bet you on those super, super cold days or those super, super hot days, you had something pop into your head you'd like to do someday. You, you know, I messed my shoulder. I got another story. I messed my shoulder up in 13. So I um, went back, got fixed, tore off my rotator, tore off my labor, tore off my biceps. So. I get it fixed. I go back to work a year later, same pains, you know? So go see the doctor. Doctor says, you need to do something different. Your carpenter is tearing your shoulder up. So I started my own business. I started a Maco tool franchise and I did that for like five years. And I had a son-in-law that moved back from Florida. And I was like, I was like, come along with me, get this try. And he did awesome at it. So I set him up in that business and I went back being a carpenter. So, and then recently my knees, you know, I knew they were bad, you know, and then you go get them. So if you can do a Mac tool business, you can do another business, right? Yeah. So I'm telling you those days that you were laid up in the hospital or those days that it was too hot to be outside or too cold to be outside. And you were out there anyway, you were thinking someday I'm going to go do blank, 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 blank. And you ought to go do that now. That's all I'm saying. You're going to, you're not a carpenter anymore. Your doc told you you're done. Do you think you should go ahead and take the early penalty and get the thirty-one eighteen, or wait on that? Like, do another career that fully well, he, funds his life? I mean, yeah, if you can just eat, if you can make enough to live and not take it now and take it at sixty-five, that's fine. Uh, that's going to be a lot better deal for him. Um, but or take it now and still go get money. Right, well, and either it, one's okay. 
Yeah, if you if you do take it now, it, it, you could still get a job that's a little bit more of a passion project. Like if you want to go, you know, volunteer, not volunteer, but work in a nonprofit or something like no, that, I, I guess that's I, no. the case. No, I want him to go make some money. So get a real, like he, a he ran full... He ran a business making money with tool business before. So best case scenario, he waits till 62, don't touch that, and then let it get to where it's 3,800. Either one's fine, but it, if he takes it now, it does take the pressure off. Mm. trying to make the other thing happen immediately because you got money to eat with. Yeah, so I'm probably going to take it now just for that reason. But I, I'm still going to say, and mm-hmm. go start another thing, man. Yeah, this you've done not, it before. You're going to kick your feet up on on 3000 bucks a month. You're not done at that. So you, you need some more than that. So. Well, and even just beyond the money, you, talk, you told the story recently about your fishing friend who – Took off for a while, then he got fat, and then yeah. went back to work, yeah, he and he didn't enjoy it. A lot of people, you know, they get all that time back, and then they're like, wait a minute, I want to do something. I'm excited to do something. I want to get out of the house. Yep. That's exactly right. So there, there's there's a benefit to that. And I, I just think, you know, um, all I'm saying is you, you've been through all this pain physically, and, and now you don't really have the option of doing this anymore. So the only question is whether you take the retirement now or you wait and take it later. doesn't really matter. Either one's going to be fine, but neither case is enough. So you're going to be create, you need to go create some income doing something else. That's the important part of this particular discussion. By the way, folks, it is good to stop and re- recognize this. Okay. Buford did a book called halftime. And he said that, uh, men in particular, the data tells us, spend the first half of their life in acquisition and the second half of their life seeking significance. Women too, but the, he had, the study he did was on men, and the research that he had was on that. And if you don't reach for significance in that second half, you tend to get off the rails and um, you know get into drugs or you know, run off with a secretary in a red convertible or whatever, that kind of stuff, right? So you, so guys, you got to need to aim at something in the second half. Now, sometimes your second half starts at 30. Sometimes it starts at 58. You know, what's your second half? It does. It's not an age thing. It was there's a like an arc to your career, an arc to what you're doing. And the first half of it is acquisition. The second half is significance. The important part of that conversation is the other piece of data that's out there that we do know is that your highest, the t- typical person, your highest income potential decade is the decade of your 50s, 50 to 60, because that's the point in your life that all of your experience in your career field is now valuable. And before then, you've been gathering that experience by making mistakes. Now all of those mistakes are called experience, and, and you're, you really know things that you just didn't know before. They put you in a sweet spot to go really cha-ching. And, and so that's why this encore career thing comes up is very, very, very important. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books.
Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.